Hey, I'm Spencer. And I'm Britton. Since 2011, Buckethead has released 289 albums in his Pike series, and we're going to listen to it. Three at a time. This is Getting Head. Bot slogs, friends, and bucket heads. This is episode 38 of Getting Head, a bucket cast. I got nothing for 38. 38. Uh, whew, golly, yeah. 38 is a real. 38 a. Oh, a 38 special. Fucking 38 special, dog. Uh, all right. That, that's, all right a, that's a, that's a, that's a okay. gun and like a band uh, for people who like guns. What what fucking song did that band do? They did a song. I'm oh, sure I, I think know. I think is it "Keep on Loving You"? I'm gonna keep on loving you. Um, that could be. That could be. I yeah. think. Uh, oh, they did "Hold On Loosely." Oh, hold yeah, on okay. loosely. Don't let go. I always think if that's a Cars song. Let, whenever it is whenever kind I hear of Cars ish. They're 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 kind yeah. of a more like southerny Cars. I'd say you know they do. They're uh, sure. heavily associated with like um, uh, fucking like Leonard Skinner in fucking oh, yeah. things I, like, I, like that. And sticks apparently. Ario Speedwagon. Oh, really? like, we're looking at the we're looking at the Wikipedia page oh, here. Grand I'm Funk looking Railroad, at the bands that, that are sense. mentioned. Yeah. 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 Oh, Van Zant. Yeah. Donnie yeah, the Van Zant Bros. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. What's uh, what's what's going on, Spencer? <laughs> Uh, it was insanely fucking hot for a little bit. No, that I was loved wild. it. I loved it. Yeah. I was I was walking outside for like apparently I, I read somewhere that like you can die with exposure to that heat in like a couple hours. And I was like, uh-huh. what? I was like outside walking all day both those days. I was just like insanely well hydrated and uh covered in SPF fifty spray on. Love that shit. Nice, nice. Good work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I made a point to going outside and walking every single day that it was super hot. Because That's so nice. When I, when I heard it was going to happen, I did a few things. Mm-hmm. Firstly, I went to the hardware store and I bought um, insulation with, a, with like a metallic side to it. Mm-hmm. And I put it in my windows that face east. Um, so I could help like prevent some of that early uh, morning sun. Before you go any further, were the uh, two sides labeled metallic B and metallic A? <laughs> wow, that's a joke for no one. Um, yes, metallic A, as you would have referred to them um, in your youth. Uh, yes, correct. Um, and then the second thing that I did is I was like, well, this is a crazy thing. Like this, Yes, this is probably going to unfortunately happen again, but... I should experience this, you know, I should go out into it. I should, I should know what it's like. Mm-hmm. So, um, every day I made a point of walking to work, walking home for lunch, walking back to work and then walking home after work, cool. which is a pretty substantial amount of walking. It's about, um, anywhere from five to 6,000 steps, which is approximately a couple miles. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, every day that it was hot, I walked and, it was interesting uh, to experience the day, the super hot day. So Monday, I don't remember what the date was that day, but mm-hmm. 
it was this it was this most recent Monday where it was like 110, 111 um, during the hottest part, point in the day. Yeah. And that was fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. It was fucking nuts. Yeah. Like walking in that shit was nuts. I've never felt like that before. Yeah, I, I, I walked from about noon to six that day. Nice. I just like, and I walked like up big hills. I, I, uh, I like walked all the way through U District, all the way back. It was, it was really wonderful. I fucking love that weather, man. Yeah, it was really interesting. Like I, I didn't hate it. Like it got to be a little brutal on the really hot day when mm-hmm. like I was trying to go to sleep that night. Like my apartment got really hot, even with my AC. Like yeah. it got like, like it was about ninety degrees in my apartment, so it made it like pretty difficult to sleep that day. Yeah. But all the other days were fine. You know, I had like mm-hmm. a little AC unit with the insulation plus AC. Like it was mostly fine in my apartment. Um, and like, yeah, I really enjoyed walking outside in that weather cause it was just so crazy. Like being in like direct sunlight when it's like over a hundred degrees. When everything is, like, is hotty, hotter than your body temperature. Yes. And like you take mm. in a breath and it's like warmer mm, than you right. are. I love that. Yeah. I love uh, that. And oh. it was so like, it was so humid during all of yes. that too, that like, it was like, it was really something else. Like it was a, I don't know if I would want it to I definitely don't want it to be like that all the time. But, I do. But in like small do. doses, it's really interesting. Like, yeah, I I uh, found it quite interesting. Given my weather preferences, I should probably live in like New Orleans or something like that. Yeah, uh, or like Florida, uh, like uh, fucking Arizona, where it's like hot as goddamn oh, God, ass yeah. all the time. A- Arizona, like. I like to be near water is the thing. And there's not a ton of water in Arizona or like New Mexico or like, I yeah, mean, maybe Texas, true. but, but the or places, maybe even like Southern California. SoCal would be awesome. It's just super expensive. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Maybe Georgia would be sick. Georgia's getting oh, yeah. kind of cool. It's uh, probably cheap to live in Georgia. I would imagine. I imagine it'd be super cheap and it'd be yeah. sick as fuck. Super humid and muggy all the time. I love that shit. Yeah, it's yeah. it's interesting. It reminds me of when I went to Jamaica as a youth. Oh, I, um, I was, I, yeah, dude. I was on a cruise and we stopped in Jamaica, and uh, I bought a bunch of like weed pipes that were shaped like dicks. Sick. And that was really sick when you're 15 and mm-hmm. you got buy a bunch of weed pipes shaped like dicks in Jamaica. Hell yes. It's a pretty cool thing. Not gonna lie. It's re- um, it makes you really cool too with all your it friends. Definitely, it definitely makes you really cool. Very cool. <laughs> a very cool to your to your friends as well. Mm-hmm. Very hip. I bought a I bought a Rastafarian uh, colored hat there Excellent. when I was 15 and wait, I wait, wore it for the next two years. Did it have the built-in dreads? No, it did not uh, have built-in dreads. That would have been pretty cool. But like I had like kind of long hair at the time, so mm. I was wearing this Rasta hat. And then so let me describe to you, Britt. I know I'm just like talking oh, forever. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But, so I have been Jamaica to Jamaica too. And and before you go any further, how many times yeah. did women offer to braid your hair? Mm. That's a good question. So I was only there for one day oh, as a like part a of a cruise. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so it definitely happened, but I Basically, we got off of the boat. We went into this like little market area. Then we got in some dude's car, and he drove us to another market. And then he drove us to the middle of like the rainforest, where this dude who lived in a hut cut down some sugar cane and gave it to us. Cool. Then we drove back to the um, 
to the, to where the boat was docked and then went to the market again and then went back on the boat. That was basically the whole experience. Okay. So, so shopping in weird, <clears throat> pushy markets, I assume. Yeah. Weird, pushy markets for sure. Very pushy. Mm-hmm. Um, bought a few things. Uh, the Rasta dick, hat was the thing that I dick, bought. Dick that, pipes. You, the pipes. Yes, mm-hmm. for sure. The pipes are calling. Oh, Danny boy. <laughs> Shut the fuck uh, up. <laughs> Steely Danny boy. <laughs> the pipes, yes, the pipes are calling. Excellent. Uh, excellent. Let me describe to you something, Britt. So this is, I'm going to describe to you me right before you met me. So maybe like a year or two, maybe a year before you met me. So was it, was it around the time I started talking to you online, but I didn't know you IRL or is it like a year before that? Uh, it's around the time I started interacting with you on that message, message board, but before we like were friends at all. Okay. Um, and so th- this is me when I was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I had a Gibson SG special. Hell yes, you two- did. I've, I've two- seen it. Uh, seen a red that. 2005 Gibson mm-hmm. SG special. Cool. Um, it was very sick. Cool. Uh, I was very into ACDC. Cool. Uh, my, my usual outfit. Okay. Let me describe to you my usual outfit were extremely baggy, um, uh, cargo jeans, yeah. like blue cargo blue jeans from Old mm-hmm. Navy it was typically where I got them. Uh, they were very, very baggy, very, very loose fit. Um, it, much in the style of like the early, early 2000s, you know, where it was just like basically these huge legs. Yeah. Those were the sort of jeans that I was wearing. Oh, yeah. um, Love them. In addition to that, I was typically wearing skate shoes of some kind, usually like the, the kind of oversized look of those like early 2000s skate shoes. Um, mm. Typically, it would be like Etnies or Osiris were the shoes I was typically wearing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, pretty sick. Pretty sick. Very. Um, and then I would be wearing XL-sized T-shirts. I always wore XL T-shirts up Ooh, until yeah. up until after I had hung out with you for about a year was when I started wearing yeah. like regular-sized T-shirts. Yeah. Um, that would actually like fit my body. <laughs> I, I, like, I, see, I, wear, I seem I wear, to recall you having a a very large uh, dime bag shirt. Oh, yeah, which I'm sure we've talked about on this podcast before. I don't think uh, we have, actually. We've talked about it with each other before. I don't think we have on this podcast, so you should tell the story Amazing. Of uh, okay. Okay. Um, I will, but give me one second. So we're going to just finish, like, a picture, yeah, yeah. painting a picture here. Okay. So, right, so I've got these, like, oversized cargo pants. I've got, like, Osiris shoes, you know, the, like, classic, like, gray and yellow ones. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, and... I'm wearing XL t-shirts, right? And I wear a size small. I am a scrawny dude. I've always been that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm just thin, you know? Yeah. Um, so, like, I, that was basically the look, but plus this, like, Rasta hat. Um, <laughs> this dumb Rasta hat that I was wearing all the time. And I was also wearing, like, aviator sunglasses a lot. This was before I realized that I had bad vision and I needed to be wearing glasses. So, like, uh-huh. I didn't wear glasses, but I also, like, couldn't fucking see anything and, like... <laughs> I didn't realize that until I was much older. Um, but anywho, um, among those large or XL t-shirts that I wore, um, I had quite a few. Um, I had like a Metallica shirt. I had a Pantera shirt mm. and I had an ACDC shirt mm. and I had a Motorhead shirt, yep. you know, yep. like uh, Guns N' Roses. I had a Guns N' Roses shirt. Yeah. You know, it's, it's all that like early young metal Oh yeah, yeah. Kind of stuff. Introductory metal, metal, but beginner metal. Indeed, yeah. indeed, indeed. And uh, oh, I had a I had an XL BLS shirt, a Black Label Society. Of course you did. 
Of course yeah, I did. I, I hope you gave that to uh, to Enzo after you were done with it. Bro, I don't know what happened to that shirt, and I'm kind of bummed because, like, if I still had that thing, I would definitely cut it into like a like a, a tank top yeah, or yeah. something and fucking wear that thing. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know what happened to that one. I think I had an Andrew WK shirt too, which is pretty sick. Like cool. that, I was very proud I had of one that. Too. I was, yeah, yeah. I was super into Andrew WK for a long time. I um, remember, and his dude. His new stuff absolutely fucking slaps, by the way. Dude, like, it's so good. It's, it's so, so fucking It's like good. melodic and death the, metal. It's really and, weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the music videos are fucking so oh, rad. They're, like, they're, they're so atmospheric. They're so fun. Oh, they're they, so they, good. It looks and like it, the director of Mandy did them or some shit. It's yeah, great. Yeah, totally, totally. Uh, I don't want to get too distracted on that. Anyways, yeah. um, the story that Britt was referencing earlier was... Uh, Early on when Britt and I started hanging out, this probably would have been like maybe a month or two, maybe maybe a little bit longer, maybe six months after we started hanging out. We were hanging out semi-regularly at this point, I'm pretty sure, because we were in a band together at this point. It's definitely during the Blood Fist days. By the way, the first band that we played in together was called Blood Fist. <laughs> with, with a, instead of two O's, there was a U with like a, one of the, the, the marks over it. Yeah, it was not an umlaut. It was like a little triangle. I forget what that's yeah. called. Um, it's like the finished any- teal day. It's a- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like a yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So, anyways, I I was going over to Brit's house for the Super Bowl, and I remember that because I think that might have been the first time I went to your house. Actually, um, I'm pretty actually sure that it was. But anyways, I went over to your house and I'm, I'm pretty sure like Chris, uh, the other guitar player in our band, gave me a ride and he picked me up at my house because he also lived in Anchorage and you lived in Eagle River in Alaska. And we got to your house and I go up to where your like kitchen is and uh, everybody was kind of in the kitchen. So it was like me, you, uh, Scott, who's another friend of ours and a uh, former guest former podcast guest Scott Thorpe yeah. uh, was there and then the drummer for our band at the time Justin and mm-hmm. uh, uh, Chris of course who gave me the ride and then your parents and your brother um, <laughs> also you know former guests of the podcast yeah yeah my dad <laughs> and my brother have both uh-huh. wow yes uh-huh. uh, which is wonderful um, so I like go up into the kitchen where everybody is um, take off my shoes at the front go up into the kitchen and immediately Everyone starts laughing at me. And <laughs> Brit starts making fun of me. Your brother instantly joins in uh, because I was wearing a size XL, RIP dime bag, Pantera shirt. <laughs> so it had like dime bag's face, like, like illustrated. And then, like, had, like, pot leaves in, like, the frame around it. And, like, it was, like, R.I.P. Dime Bag. You will be missed, brother. <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. Like, it was, like, and there were, like, American flags and, like, an eagle and shit. It was, like, it was, like, a meme shirt. But, be, but like, before memes were pop culture enough, I think I got it at, at a Hot Topic. Like, but I, I, pretty... I don't think you were wearing it like that. Like, I don't think you were wearing it like, this is funny. <laughs> No, 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 no. I definitely was not. I, I uh, was not trying to say that. No, I was uh, wearing it like honestly, because like I was a big fan of Pantera and I remember the night that Dimebag died. Mm-hmm. And like uh that was recent at the time. I think that happened in two thousand four. This would have been about yeah. two thousand five, probably. Mm-hmm. Um so good. it was like pretty recent after that happened. And uh I just 
didn't understand the the memingness of it <laughs> at the time. And like y'all were just like, ha ha, you're wearing an RIP time bag shirt, <laughs> you dumbass. <laughs> yeah. As, like, as we do, but like at, at that point, you didn't really understand like our relationship with the world. And you hadn't this really grown into that to where like, you know, we can make fun of stuff and not like hate it. We can just think yeah. it's fucking funny. And at that yeah. point, like, I mean, that 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 shirt is really uncool. But if you <laughs> wore it in an ironically uncool way, it's suddenly it's pretty very cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. So, like, cause it's like, yeah, like I said, like there are like pot leaves all over it. Like, it's pretty good. It's like, it's pretty stupid. Yeah, it looks it's like a vibe. A meme. They're yeah. pretty sure there's an American flag on it too. Um, but yeah, y'all made fun of me so much about it that I never wore that shirt again. <laughs> oh, I love it. Pretty I good. Love it. I wish, I wish you had kept it so you could start wearing it again. I or I'd know. wear it because I love that shit. I wear yeah, all that shit yeah. all the time. Britt, what's up with you? I don't know. I've been enjoying the heat. I've been, uh, dude, I've been working hard on my movie server lately. I've been putting yeah. films up. Yeah, you keep updating the group chat with nonsense. I'm like, oh my God. Every film that you talk about, I'm like, yes. I want to watch this. Right, right. And so I, I just like choose the cream <clears throat> of the crop. And I've only put up like a few of the films, but like most you of mean the You mean the cream of the crap, right? Yes, yes. I definitely, it is the cream of the crap. Um, <laughs> if we ever do a movie podcast, cream of the crap would actually be a really good. Yeah, okay. cut that out of this podcast so somebody doesn't steal the name. That's true. It's really good. I'm, I'm surprised. <laughs> I don't think anyone's done that. Surprised. Yeah, you should just you should leave all this in, but just bleep yourself saying the name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just delete it, and so there's weird silences. Um, so uh, uh, what I got today, um, I got thirteen, at least thirteen full hours of Gallagher stand-up comedy. <laughs> Nine full specials, <laughs> nine Gallagher specials, five DVDs, <laughs> four of them with two full specials each, and one of them with one special and bonus material. Do you think there's going to be a lot of repeated gags, or do you think they're all like different? Um, I, I don't know. Well, I mean, like, there's got to be like, that's a that's a good question. You know what? Yeah, like I really you know, wonder. You yeah, know? you know what? We should we should do after we're done with the Buckethead podcast. <laughs> we should. I can't believe find, you're gonna pitch we this. We should find a much hey. less talented artist that less people care about and many more people hate. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Uh, Gallagher getting getting watermelon smashed. Oh yeah, yeah. A Gallagher cast. Yep, getting sledgeomatic. I would just just getting smashed. <laughs> where we <laughs> Gallagher podcast? Where we, just, where we just get fucking drunk and watch Gallagher and be like, "What are we doing with our lives?" It's a I very mean, dark show. The, the you, yeah, yeah. That sounds that sounds pretty cool. God. Sounds pretty sad. Brit. Yeah. What's up? Can you hit me with a not Bumblefoot fact? I would love to not hit you with a Bumble fact. Instead. <laughs> Here's a bucket fact. Bucket fact, 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 bucket fact. So we've talked a lot 
about uh, people who surround Buckethead, from uh, Brain to Dan Monty, Bootsy to Bill Laswell, Peace Sticks to Pinchface. Buckethead mm-hmm. has a lot of people in his the bucket. boys, the boys, the boys, as the bucket call boys, them. Yeah. the yeah, yeah, the the bot the boys, boys. Mm-hmm. Um, the bucket boys. He's got a lot of people in his corner, and today we're going to talk about someone who has worked with Buckethead a lot, uh, but much more in the background. It's uh, a person known as Frankenseuss. So Frankenseuss uh, is the nom de guerre, which is a combination of like Frankenstein and Dr. Seuss, of uh, artist Brian Thies, who has been working with Buckethead since the early 1990s. Um, okay. After hearing the first Praxis album, Frankenseuss was an instant fan of Buckethead's and sent Buckethead an envelope full of illustrations. Bonding over their mutual interests, uh, Buckethead brought Frankenseuss on board to provide art for Bucketheadland.com uh, for like its very earliest iterations. Uh-huh. He went on to provide a large amount of uh, Buckethead album art, including Day of the Robot, uh, Monsters and Robots, the art for the Cornbugs DVD, all of the art for Buckethead Land 2, all of the uh-huh. art for Cuckoo Clocks of Hell, a Deli Creeps album, and a bunch of others. Um, wow. Although he's worked on a lot of the Pikes, there are no artistic credits or album credits on most of them. So we're only aware exactly that he did the covers for Pikes. Three, five, six, and fifty-five. Although he's very likely done many more, especially since his uh, his artistic style is very much like. Um, do you remember the one uh, that had uh, like H.G. Wells on it? It was Pike Fifty-five. It was. Uh, um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty that, sure that, I do. that was him, and so it, mm-hmm. it's thought that he's done like maybe up to like, you know, like maybe a fifth of the Pike's artwork. Huh. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Frankenstein's has been immortalized in bucket headland and bucket cannon, uh, both through the song Frankenstein's laboratories, uh, off of the album, uh, kaleidoscalp, uh, and also because he did the animations on Buckethead's Halloween DVD, 1031. Hmm. So, yeah. Frankenseuss. Love big that. Shout out to that motherfucker. Yeah, shout out. That's yeah. pretty dope. Some of the uh some of the pike artwork is pretty interesting. Like some of them are better than others. I I really wonder like where that artwork comes from. Uh most of it is at the very least interesting though. It's like mm-hmm. I look at it and I'm like, "Huh. Buckethead." <laughs> you know. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty good. Some of them are pretty rad though. Like um uh I forget what the name of it was, but there's one where Oh, Coaster Coat. That's a really cool album art. That mm-hmm. one's really good. Yeah. Uh, oh, one of the ones we listened to today um, is really good as well. Yeah. yeah we'll a, talk I'm, about I'm that. I'm a big fan of uh, at least the graphic design of um, uh, Northern Lights. Mm-hmm. The one with the, like the, the, the pug running away from the... the like right. The... the robot like that's ex- blowing up. Yeah, the big explosion. Yeah, that's a, that one's really amazing. That's sick as hell, yeah. Yeah, we're we're blessed to see that. We definitely um, are. We listened to three Buckethead albums. Sorry. <laughs> we listened to three Buckethead albums. 
We did listen to three more Buckethead albums this week. Uh, Pike's 112, 113, and 114 Creaky Doors and Creaky Floors. Uh, Herbie Theater and mm. Glow in the Dark, respectively. Hell yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah. What'd you, uh, what'd you think of uh, Pike 112, Creaky Doors, and Creaky Floors released on February 19th, 2015, just two days after Night of the Snow Mole. Huh. Two days, huh? Interesting. Days. Uh, this one, I wouldn't say sounds like, I wouldn't say it sounds like a two-day album in the sense that, like, it sounds like, like, there are songs here. Um, There's a lot yeah. of shredding. There's a <clears> lot which is of cool. soloing. Yeah. A lot of soloing. But I do actually really like some of the soloing on this album in particular. Um, There's, there's some pretty cool licks pretty shred things it reminded me of like primus if larry lalonde could like fucking shred that would be i mean larry lalonde can kind of shred like yeah but like not like this you that's know that's true that's true that'd be yeah. that'd be interesting to see like buckethead take the place of larry lalonde in primus because i mean we've oh seen my god yeah buckethead and uh les claypool jam and they've you know been together in uh uh, Les Claypool's bucket of Bernie brains together, uh, which is cool, but like you know, seeing him take the Primus role would be interesting. Because I mean, Larry Lalonde is probably, I don't know, maybe a little more used to pocket playing than Buckethead, mm. because he really does, you know, he, even though he can shred, maybe not like Buckethead, he does really let Les Claypool shine in Primus. Yeah, Primus is a bass line, it is. maybe a drum part, mm-hmm. maybe a guitar part, Depends maybe a vocal part. <laughs> but yeah. Primus is always a bass, a bass line. line. No matter, yeah, and then, that's what all of their songwriting is done around is a bass line, which is fine. You know, yeah. but different bands do different things, and the, totally. they have a very unique way of making songs. Yeah, which is yeah. why I don't really qualify them as music. <laughs> yeah i mean like i and i know i've talked about this before but i always think about my name is mud like that is the perfect example of a primus of pure primus in the sense that like that entire song is the baseline yeah. like there's you know like there's the other parts which help make it for sure but like without the baseline there's nothing there it, and it's almost. weird because like the baseline is kind of super minimum minimalist it's like it's incredibly minimalist yeah and it just like it, it has an interesting rhythm that most bubba things bubba don't. yeah yeah exactly it's uh yeah, yeah. pretty great yeah but then like yeah that song's so insane and, and I, I like i just like can't stop being blown away that 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 it like managed to become a single and like have a was video. somewhat successful. Yeah, there's a fucking music video there's for that song. Like people put money that into song. that. Yeah, the, like, the record company had to put up at least half the money for that music video, which is which like, is wild. I know, it's like truly wild. Like, hey, this is gonna be a hit. Let's do a video for this. They're like, I mean, I guess we'll put up half the money if you put up half the money. It's like, let's do it. And like, you know, it was in that weird yeah. time before like payola laws changed the game and made it so you know 
radio became synonymous with record companies and certain companies just pushed certain types of sound. Uh, it was in yeah. a weird time that like weird, interesting bands could still like have like big fucking hits. Like the nineties were yeah. really cool for that. Like the nineties sure. was one of the most experimentally cool times for like commercial music. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like even when I was like a kid in the, you know, early, late 90s, early 2000s, like even into there, like it was still diverse. Like you you listen to like a pop radio station in like 99 or 2000 and like you would hear like some electronic songs, you'd hear some like almost like hip hop adjacent stuff or like hip hop kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But you'd also hear like a lot of like guitar driven songs and like ballads and like rocking stuff like heavier rock stuff and like it was just a lot more diverse than like if you listen to a pop music radio station now it is like Mm. all electronic dance music entirely like that's it um which is it's just interesting that that stuff has changed so much because like i I remember there was like a big shift when i was younger where everything kind of turned from like i just described into like it was all like a variant of of the same kind of like hip hop formula. Mm-hmm. It was like hip hop with like sing song choruses. And like it became yeah. that for quite a lot of, quite a long time mm-hmm. until it turned into like the more electronic, like dancier stuff of today. Yeah. Um, I mean, there, there was kind of like a big trap in between too. And like yeah. tra- trap is kind of fading at this point in, you know, to, to make way for more like electronic kind of stuff, I'd say. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's in, it's always interesting to watch music, you know, evolve because like you can always see it clearer, you know, once you're a few years away from it and you can like very co- clearly like point out like, oh yeah, look, it went from here to here to here to here. But um, well, it's happening, you know, if you're paying attention to it, it's, it's kind of wild over time how things gradually change and um, experiencing it. No Pretty time, cool. no time. No time, no time. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Your mind. Your mind. Your mind. <laughs> uh, so, Creaky Doors and Creaky Floors, uh, two songs, lots of soloing. Um, uh-huh. mm-hmm. Two songs, one called Creaky Doors, one called Creaky Floors. I do like that naming convention. That's quite nice. Uh, Creaky Doors, fine. Uh, Creaky Floors, I thought was a lot better. It was more down tempo, a lot more experimental. He did a lot more like effect yeah. soloing. Which yeah. I, I think was cool. Um, I really I, that was one of my notes was that I really liked like the last kind of segment of the the last song, mm-hmm. in that it was really cool and a little different. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely very different, uh, very experimental, especially for Buckethead. It was like he he did a lot of effects and a lot of weird time stuff. It, it was pretty cool. Pretty um, cool. Yeah. Uh, overall, this was a pretty pretty decent especially for like this run of him releasing something like every other day. Uh, this is, yeah. this has been one of the better recent pikes, I'd say. I would agree. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, what would, uh, what would you, where would you put it at, uh, Buckethead land? Uh, for the, uh, I would say this should be the soundtrack to the, uh, like porta potty area where there's like big, long rows of porta potties and stuff. Interesting. Why is it, that? It's a, uh, it's just pooping music, dude. Oh, you think this is big pooping music? I don't think. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think they. I, I think they in Buckethead Land they would definitely have like real restrooms, not porta potties. Yeah, I mean, I would think that too. But like, what if there's a part of Buckethead Land where they do like more of like 
a festival type vibe. Oh, you're right. There's right. like That's there's like fields point. that are like a little yeah, bit separated yeah, from the and, main. And they have like core. way more people than they usually do around. Uh-huh. So like, yeah, yeah. yeah gotta, so okay. they just do like big long rows That's, of porta potties. That, That's a good point. You know what? Yeah. I'm actually gonna agree with you here. I had a something yeah. written down, but yeah, this poop and music. Yeah, F-113. for sure. And also, like, if you're super <laughs> greasy, you know, hooking up in the porta potty music. You know, that's something, that's a, that's a thing, like, for, for some reason, like, sexually, I'm very, like, smell-averse. Yeah. Smell, not smell-averse, like, it's a universe of smell. I'm smell-adverse. Yeah. Um, and so, like, if there's, like, a bad smell going on anywhere while I'm, like, getting down, like, it, it, it kind of, it can ruin the mood for me, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And so, like. That's, it's surprising then that you're so okay with hooking up in the porta potties. That's where we're getting to. I know, to, right? right? That's what yeah. I'm saying. It's like, yeah, yeah. no, it's like that's something that doesn't make sense for me. But you know, if you yeah. fucking if you snort MDMA off a dude's dick, sometimes yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, you, you there know you go. what I'm saying? Pike one thirteen, yeah. uh, released on February twenty first, twenty fifteen, just two days after Creaky Doors and Creaky Floors. Two and two, baby. This uh, one, sa- th- no, this one. On the other hand, uh, from the previous one, definitely sounds like a two-day album to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it, yeah. So it, it's called Herbie Theater, and the uh-huh. cover is Buckethead in a theater with uh, Herbie, who is like the hand puppet who he has used to conduct in-person interviews in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, which this was the album art I was talking about earlier that I yeah. thought was quite nice. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah, yeah. pretty nice album art. Yeah, it could, it could definitely be you know uh, the uh, Frankenstein. Yeah, sure. definitely could. Um, um, yeah, this one is uh, okay. Um, there's a lot of guitar noise in this one. A lot of like there, there's a, a tabity tabity weedly weedly track in here, yeah. and then there's one other track that has at least like two or three minutes of noise at the end, like pure noise. Yeah. This one felt to me like a less interesting version of the previous album, except for the last song that got super heavy. It was no cool. it, was, it was a funk metal banger. Is what yeah. I it was really sick. Like that song was super cool and like very different from the rest of the album. Mm-hmm. And it came out of nowhere. Like it was so sudden that I thought like, Oh shit, am I listening to a different Pike? Like, uh, or like I thought it, I didn't even think it was Buckethead at first. I was like, "Oh well, shit, did it, is it playing different music now?" Because it, it was like super down tuned and super heavy. I was like, "Whoa, whoa, what the so, fuck? Where did well, this come from?" And so and so maybe that pacing was intentional because like let's go over the track list here. Like the first mm-hmm. song is called Herbie Theater First Act, um, and it's like a fun kind of bass centered funk song with a lot of soloing. Um, mm-hmm. The backing tracks are mostly just drums and bass, as they are on kind of like most of this album when it's like a full band thing. It's just yeah. drums and bass and then like guitar over it. And so like there's no guitar on the backing tracks for the most of it, which is kind of cool and different mm-hmm. from a lot of Buckethead stuff. And, uh, you know, the the bass actually does a fairly decent job of like filling out the sound. I don't know if Dan Monty played on here, but... Yeah, yeah I agreed with that. Yeah, yeah, it's the bass was not pretty good. Ba- bad bass work at all, especially for mm-hmm. like being like actual three piece type recording. Mm-hmm. Um, the second song, "Intermission," is just noise. And yeah. It's like only three minutes, and it's it's fine. It's fine noise. It's not super interesting. It's just you know noise. 
Yeah. It's like a good guitarist fucking around with a lot of effects pedals. It's whatever. Uh, song three is second act or uh, Herbie Theater second act. And uh, it's a it's a little more structured and riffy than the first song for the most mm-hmm. part until the last like three minutes where it is just pretty much like track two intermission. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, just kind of noise. Yeah. But then track four, uh, Herbie Theater after party fucking rules. Yeah, that, it, that's where it starts to slam, so, and so, it's it's pretty dope. So maybe he structured this after, like, a real-life thing where, like, you go to a play, and the play fucking sucks, but, like, if they think they did well and you're, like, friends with the, the theater fags, like, you go to their <laughs> after party, and, like, y'all, like, snort MDMA and coke off each other's dicks and have an awesome theater orgy. There you go. That's Not, probably happened. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah um yeah not bad like i don't know i so i haven't been to a lot of plays like plays are a, like a really interesting idea i think yeah. like a well done play is probably really fucking sick plays are plays are for bisexuals is the thing. but like i feel like a bad play is like a bad time right like well unless you like unless they think they did well and you go to the after party and you've got a bag of mdma <laughs> and they got a bag of coke and and they all have dicks, and you, well, not all of them. It's just like what y'all snorted off of is like. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You find the theater twink with the biggest dick and use them as the coke rail. Yeah, sure. I mean, as one does. That's just standard operating procedure. That's uh, SOP, baby. That's, that's thespian talk, Spencer. <laughs> you're, you're not a thespian. Indubitably. Um, that's cool. Yeah, love that. Uh, this one, I don't know if we can really say what it would be a soundtrack to because it's in the name. It's it's Herbie Theater. It's, this yeah, is the soundtrack to Herbie Theater. Obviously goes to Herbie Theater, which I think is like kind of like the mm-hmm. Country Bears with like an animatronic Herbie leading a Herbie, like a weird Herbie's, Herbie's a sock band. puppet, right? Kind of. He's not a sock puppet. He's like this big weird head he looks like a horror mask that Buckethead puts on the end of his hand and talks with do 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 you think, do you think he's gotten a blow do you job think from he... herbie exactly yes i do <laughs> i think herbie has definitely sucked Buckethead's dick at some point i think they do have like a consensual relationship that is not clouded by a professional power structure because herbie uh-huh. is a hand puppet uh-huh. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, probably. That that, that happened. Pike 114, Glow in the Dark, released on February. <laughs> <laughs> Great transition. <laughs> so good. I, 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 I try to find the most awkward moments to just... Uh, Pike 114, Glow in the Dark, released on February 24th, 2015. Just three days. After Herbie Theater. This one was my favorite from this week. Me too. This this is yeah. one of the best albums we've heard in a while. It's it, super unique. It it doesn't sound like any of the other Pikes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Um it, I th- I feel like it's like mostly just bass and drums. Um Interestingly, it's like, yeah. It's like it's like a bass run through a distortion or fuzz pedal. Is it, is it bass and, or I, I thought it was just like a super either down tuned and 
I, I think it was a downtuned baritone guitar with a uh, a uh, like a fucking uh, what do you call it the uh, like octave thing yeah, on an octave, it like octavizer on it. Or uh, it it definitely could be that. Yeah. Like I really don't know. It sounds like a bass to me, um, but that could be a guitar run through an octave pedal. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure, but. To me, to my ears, it sounded primarily like bass and drums, and it's really riff-centric. Mm-hmm. There's no solos. It's very no. riff-centric. And th- there's a lot of like interesting kind of melodies, too, that he creates using like just these riffs, these like heavy, heavy, heavy riffs, like super heavy riffs. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's super sludgy and yeah. cool and different in a way that like I don't think... We've only heard stuff like this a little bit, and that was in the early Pikes. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. There, there, there's this, some sludgy stuff, but this stuff yeah. is like a little more psychedelic too. Yeah, and it's it's heavy. Like one one thing I found myself doing is when I was listening to this mm-hmm. when I was walking at that same time, and I was like singing like melodies over it. It felt like something that could really mesh well with vocals, mm-hmm. um, like stoner rock type vocals, you know? Yeah. Um, because it has that kind of like heavy, almost stoner rock vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it came out great. I thought it was really fun. Uh, yeah, the whole thing is interesting and, yeah. and heavy and cool. I would say this is a, probably essential listening if you're going to listen to the Pikes. Like, yeah. this one is really cool. You should listen to it. Um, mm-hmm. it. Cool that he like took such a turn yeah. into this. Like, This is not how I where I expected him to go. Yeah, but it was still pretty good. I'd put it... I'm not sure top 10, but at least like no. top 15, top 20 pikes. Yeah, it's, it's for good. sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's in that range, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know if it's one of the most amazing pikes, but it's definitely like a high-tier pike for sure. Yeah, and one um, of the better ones we've listened to in the past, like three or four episodes, I'd say. Agreed. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Like, this one was a nice, pleasant surprise. Uh, really dug it. Mm-hmm. Made me think of like, you know, ripping bongs. Think of Sobe bottle hits, ripping bongs and sucking dongs. That's you. Um, That's have we me. talked about Sobe bongs on here? Have we talked about sucking dongs on here? Uh, that's a great question. Have we? If if you if you cup your microphone like this, you can sound not real gonna... serious and like you're in a film noir. I'm okay with without doing that. <laughs> listen, listen, Spencer. We're going to talk about sucking dongs. All right. You like getting your dong sucked, so you got to sure. know how to do it. All right. <laughs> All right. So the way I'm cupping this mic, if you got a dong about this size, kind of do that. All right. All right. All right. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> this album would, uh, it had a, it had a weird tone to it, but I felt like it had a very like, um, I'd almost say like a very mature Buckethead tone to it. Like some of Buckethead's yeah. stuff is a little more playful and a little like weird and like funny. Mm-hmm. But but th- this uh, this definitely feels to me like it needs to be on an adult ride at Buckethead Land. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Like, like like you know like something that glows in the dark. Yeah, something something that glows like in the dark. really intense. Like something so, with like. Uh. If fire like and an actual like, adult ride like something you have to yeah. be like 16 or older to ride they don't care how tall yeah. you are they're like hey you just like this is this is spooky as fuck like, and rock and roll as fuck because like these uh-huh. songs hit hard like they're pretty mm-hmm. rocking tunes like Ooh. it's got to be something pretty sick how about how about like the teacup ride right uh it, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah disneyland but like you get in a big bong 
spin around. <laughs> like a bunch of little bongs, like yeah, spinning little, around. Bunch of bongs spinning around. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'd go to a theme park that was like, like that. But like, it's in the dark, and they're glowing the dark bongs. Oh fuck yeah, dude! Big acrylic bongs. Yeah. Like, is there water in the bongs? Are you like floating? No, no. There's no like water in the bongs. Oh, or it could, I guess, be a water ride. But like, that they do have like so little weird. fog machines on them. So like, uh-huh. there's like little like you know like fog starts to come out. And it looks like you're being smoked while you're spinning. Around. Also, it's like they've got black lights going, and then the uh, the bongs themselves are made of like out of like translucent plastic, so they like glow yeah, in yeah, the black but, light. Like acrylic bongs, yeah, like yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like glow yeah, in a, yeah. the dark acrylic bong, like that same material. For sure. And so wow. like after Glow like in the two tar- years, or- like the fucking like uh, ride starts to crack and fucking get all shitty and like. Yeah. Yeah. Glow in the dark acrylic dong. Yep. <laughs> acrylic dong. Yeah. You don't, you don't want that. You probably want something made out of not acrylic. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I liked that Pike a lot. Listen to it while you get stoned. Um, listen to sure, it while you take a walk. Mm-hmm. Take a walk uh, is more like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit. All right, that too. Whatever. Um, Just listen to it. Yeah. Good yeah. album. Yeah, pretty good. Hey, Spencer. What's that? Are you ready to uh take the trip with me? Yeah, let's take a trip but into the void. I just call I don't know what I just called you, but it wasn't Brit. I was trying to say I Brit. Thought, I thought you my said, mouth. Yeah, I thought you said like butt or something. <laughs> I'm gonna listen back to the recording and scrutinize you for that. Yeah, okay. Um we'll get to that later. Uh Oh my god. Here we are. Uh- Oh my God! Here we We're are here again. in the in the void. In the void, I scream into the void, and the void says back, "Pokedex, pretty good, dude." Hell yeah, dog! Hell yeah, dog! Um, welcome. This is the part of the show where we like to, you know, shine a light into the nether regions of the internet and look at its junk, compare it to our own, and see what it's all about. We give, anyways, cock, we give cock ratings, by the way. Yeah, yeah. On, send our, us on, your... our, on our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to subscribe to our Patreon, but that yeah, then you can send us pictures of your dong. We'll it's definitely okay. rate your cock. We don't care. Yeah, I, it's um, a it's a zero out of ten every time. You got a shitty dick. Sorry, yeah. sorry, bud. Yeah, sorry. Except for any any lady dicks. <laughs> ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Guy dicks. Well, sorry, fellas. Shitty dong. Zero out of ten. Um, YouTube user. N D S C H A U. I don't know what that. Hate I don't that. Know to, hate that name. Yeah, Nintendo DS Chow says <laughs> four years ago. How can this thing be so hard and so sharp, yet so wet and so slimy? Cause it's a pussy dick, bro. <laughs> you, got uh, a, you got a pussy dick. <laughs> This is just such such a descriptive and strange comment. I don't I don't I don't know what they're talking about. Like hard is sometimes something that people use to describe music. Sharp mm-hmm. sometimes. S- with but wet and slimy? Wet I mean, wet can like refer to things such as like distortion. 
And like slimy, effects, yes. I mean, is is it for the 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 last album we listened to? Because it's gonna slip. Um, no, this was for one of the first ones we listened to. No, it's the first not, the first one, not, the one tw- Pike One Twelve. Yeah, slimy. No. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, I I kind of disagree, but also like mm-hmm. I like the idea of something being hard, sharp, wet, and slimy. Well, yeah, uh, because you know. you're a closet bisexual. <laughs> Uh, YouTube user AZ Carters says six years ago to three likes, I should say, waking up to some full bodied BH coffee. Gotta make you wanna. I assume by BH coffee, he means butthole coffee. Like he does a coffee enema and then drinks it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a real, pretty tight. Real, yeah. real couple of Folgers right there. Fudgers. Oh yeah, full bodied for sure. <laughs> yeah, very. Yeah. I, I I also don't know like what he means by like gotta make you wanna like what does that make you wanna do what make you wanna jerk fuck? off, dude. Yeah, jerk fuck. off like fucking oh, yeah. like after you drink the butt coffee, if you're <laughs> a fucking beast, dog. You just yeah, wanna dude. fuck everything in sight. Yeah. 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 Like Fuck everything, yeah. you look at your cat and you're like, "Hey, hey, baby, hey, baby, hey, baby." Yeah. No, that that no, well, we don't want that. But <laughs> we don't. Else don't is. fuck your cat, listeners. Nah, nah, nah. Don't fuck your cat. On that end, user Torrid says six years ago, "Yowza, man, oh manatee." I've never heard mano manatee before. I like that. Manatee, manatee, T- living, living in the, the sea. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that would be a pretty good meme. Just says just Manowar's logo to say manatee. Just makes some manatee people. Or or just Manowar's logo, but then it shows a Manowar jellyfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, uh, or, or just like good. an old wooden ship, a man, a man of war galleon. Which just people like, would just think that was a man of war cover, though. Like, yeah, you're like, right. Close They're enough. Like, huh, did they do a pirate metal album? Cool. <laughs> oh God, man of war pirate metal album. Jesus. That would actually the world, rock, dude. The world is not prepared. Their anuses are not prepared. I was going to say like my that. asshole's ready, dude. <laughs> Been, of course I've, you were going to say I, that. I, I've been double fisting it, just preparing myself for that album. Speaking of double fisting, YouTube user Graham68KTM says more one like, year ago... Like Graham69. Yeah, that's his KTM. alt account where he says racist things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Buckethead is like winning the lottery, unexpected and life-changing. Which I guess I would agree. This podcast has been both unexpected and, in a way, life changing. In a way, life changing. <laughs> you just spend way more time doing bullshit. And like, yeah, that's true. That's true. At least we're putting some of our bullshit out into the world, though. I mean, and that's uh, yeah. what counts, maybe. I guess. I guess. Does the world people, need our bullshit? I people, don't know. Some people are kind of starting to listen to it. Hey, that's kind of something cool. Yeah, like people are actually like. Oddly, starting to listen to like the back catalog, which nice. is where we're getting like the bulk of our listens from lately. Which Excellent, is cool. So, if you're listening to this now, thanks for listening all the way through. 
That's pretty fucking cool of you. You know, or if you're just listening to this one episode and that's the first one you listen to, thanks for listening. Yeah. That's we, awesome. We appreciate you. We, uh, we do this for the people and ourselves, really. I mean, we've got nothing better to do. That's true. Uh, YouTube user Jonathan Seth Schick has a very long post here that I'm not going to read all of, or not, sorry, not post, it's a comment. It's a very long comment here, but, but he starts off by saying, from a writing standpoint, these pikes are amazing. Most, mm-hmm. al- most musicians release one album a year, if that frequently. Um, and then he says... Uh, later on in the comment, I want Buckethead to take a few months to stop making pikes and craft one awesome album because he'll make one. Sorry, sorry, I can't read this because he'll make something absolutely mind blowing. This is a sentiment that I've seen echoed in a lot of YouTube comments. Not not a ton, but like enough that it's been a commonly, um, you know, recycled theme. But the and the reason and I usually don't draw attention to it because I think that's dumb. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Buckethead can make it however many albums he wants, however often he wants. I like that he does that. But I I drew, I drew attention to this one in particular because because Brit, yeah, one of our favorite people had a response to this. Oh, Jordan Vine, 69, oh yeah, baby, baby. Hit me. Jordan Vine sixty nine hit me. Uh, responded to this and said. Quote, three years ago, I don't want him to make one amazing album and spend ages on it. I want them to come thick and fast like these phenomenal pikes, like waiting for days or maybe a week for them, not years. And then he responded to himself with a second comment. Because he's definitely got the talent and ability to make them this quick. He definitely does. He definitely does. I completely agree. Thank you, Jordan Vine. We love you, Jordan yeah. Vine. Keep doing We really do. Doing. I, I appreciate how often you make my mic clip. I got to yeah. f- make it stop doing that. Um, That's cool. I'll take care of it in post. I'll just yeah. It. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, <laughs> YouTube user Gene Arnold says two years ago, I'm on a mission from Buckethead. What do you think that mission is? Well, I mean, I think he first and foremost, he's comparing Buckethead to God there in the, uh, like the blues brothers yeah. context, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we're on mm-hmm. a mission from God. So uh, that means like Jim Belushi snorting fucking tons of coke. Oh, hell yeah. So, but, but for Buckethead, it's, it's a little different. It's like the mission is to like go to Disneyland. Drink a bunch of diet coke? Drink a bunch of diet coke at Disneyland. <laughs> hell yeah. Which is pretty That's my kind of party yeah, right the, there. The crispiest diet coke at, at, at Disneyland. D-sode, baby. D-sode. On the road, baby. D-sode road head. Hell yeah, D-sode head. Like, we're <laughs> like, no, 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 take a sip of the, take a sip of the, the Coca-Cola no sugar and then stick my dick in your mouth while the soda's still in your mouth. I want to feel those bubbles, baby. I, uh, open, open my pee hole and spit it in. I want to <laughs> feel the carbonation. <laughs> That's probably not good for you. <laughs> I want to feel the aspartame in my pee hole. 
Uh, make it artificially sweet in there, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know how you like try to force things through a straw, like mashed potatoes? Is like that the kind of vibe you're looking for? Like somebody like trying to like question. push yeah. it? Yeah. Um, like, like Static X, the song Push It. That's what it's about, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> YouTube user. Uff, you don't love Buckethead, I can't trust you, Hilde. That's their username. Okay. Hilde? Hilde. Hilde? H-I-L-D-E? Hilde. Hilde? I don't know. Um, They say, four years ago, I guess he comes from heaven. Sometimes, so wonderful his compositions are to me. Him so much. Every single music piece he's in. It's a hit to me, simply a soul healther song. He's so fucking powerful. When he is with his bands, too, or no matter with whom. If Buckethead is in that song, it's a numero uno one. <laughs> um, could I... Uh... <laughs> Could I get some vinaigrette on this word salad, please? Yeah, I have cancer from reading that, but yeah, uh, yeah uh, I I love word salad posts, and we we only get them every now and again on Buckethead stuff. That's surprising. Um, which is surprising. Yes, I agree. Um, but it's quite entertaining when it happens. Yeah. This one's pretty good. I like their username a lot. I I think that the first word in their username is supposed to be if, but instead it is uf uff. Uh, um, uh, off McKagan. <laughs> All right. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <Okay>. Next. <laughs> um, okay. So to close out the YouTube segment of today's statements from the Bucket Void, mm. uh, YouTube user four years ago, or sorry, YouTube user Gooey Batter four years ago <laughs> Gooey says, Batter. Do you think that's come? <laughs> Yes, says cool, freaking sick. Hell yeah, <laughs> Hell yeah gooey batter. Frickin, frickin', I love the word frickin'. Yeah, frickin's pretty good. I'm a fan. Mm. I'm a fan of frickin'. I need to use it more often. I use fucking too much. It's vulgar. I yeah, frickin'. People are people like people or, say frickin' or frackin'. You know, or be frackin'. like a BSG reference or fudging. Oh, fudging's yeah. fun. Uh, sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do something a little different now, um, mm-hmm. which we've never done before. And okay. we are going to head to thehomedepot.com, where we are going to read some reviews of buckets. Statements from the bucket. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we're going to start with five gallon Homer bucket sold by the Home Depot. Mm-hmm. It is 378 each, or they are 378 each. Mm hmm. It's $3.78. It's a very cheap bucket. It is a five-gallon bucket. Okay. So, to get, kick things off, um, y- user, <laughs> user Mark says, uh, about a year ago, wasn't capable of carrying a heavy load. <laughs> Unlike Mark's mom. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do you think he was talking about the Metallica album? 
Uh, yes. This yes. this load is too heavy for this bucket. <laughs> yeah. Um, user Sandman gave it one star um, two years ago and enter, said... Enter Sandman. Yeah, right? Said, got three of them and the one in the middle was full of trash. I didn't realize this until I was home. It looked like the garden center had used it and then just put it back with the others. Otherwise, it's a bucket. Oh no, I got a used bucket. It's no longer functional. What the fuck do you want? It's oh. a fucking bucket. It's a goddamn <laughs> bucket. It's not going to change if someone puts something in it. It's a fucking bucket. Oh, you! these reviews, this review section was garbage. So many re- reviews were like, one star, it doesn't come with a lid. It very clearly states that it doesn't come with a lid. <laughs> like, it, it was damn, a, a lot of dumb people. shit like that. Um, YouTube, or no, not YouTube, sorry, uh, HomeDepot.com user DIY says, 11 years ago, not actually all purpose, one star. This bucket is a great price and very durable, but apparently it cannot be used for transporting gasoline. I wish now they had put a warning disclaimer on it instead of saying it's all purpose, quote unquote. Now I got in trouble, don't have gasoline, and don't even have my buckets. What the fuck happened here? How do you not know? He, he tried to put fucking gasoline in the wrong type of plastic, and it probably fucking melted. It probably fucking melted. Yeah. God. Like, why? Also, like I said, this doesn't come with a lid. Why are you trying to put gasoline in, in an, an open, open five-gallon yeah, bucket? How, <laughs> how, are you, how are you, like, planning on putting that in something just, like, Pouring it all over your fucking lawnmower until it gets in the <laughs> hole. Like, what the fuck, dude? Probably, probably. Honestly, uh, I I liked that. That was funny. I liked the complaining nature, the plaintive nature, if you will. Um, yeah, pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. Now we're gonna switch over to a different bucket, also sold by a Home Depot subsidiary brand. This one is called Leak Tight, but it is made by Home Depot. Um, and it is another five-gallon bucket, but it has a camo print on it and is green. Um, it is called five-gallon camo pail. It is sold by Leak Tight, and it is four dollars and ninety-seven cents each. The very first review, one star, uh, from January seventh of twenty seventeen. User Nate Ema says, "Lost it. I placed this outside, and now it's lost." Worst purchase ever. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's pretty fun. I like that, actually. (laughs) I like that quite a lot. I I hope all these reviews are just fucking camo jokes, because I I will never get tired of camo jokes. I don't know what it is. No, yeah, for sure. Every single time I see a person wearing, like, camo pants, I'm like, oh, my God, what happened to your legs? (laughs) Yeah, like, I I can, (laughs) like, when they're wearing camo shorts, I'm like, Dude, what what's up with the whole like not having thighs thing? <laughs> I don't get it. It's it's that's an eternal joke. It's a, it's an it's eternal so wellspring of comedy right Hell yeah. there. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. So good. Um 
user the home or sorry user home depot customer says really recently only a couple of days ago june 10th 2021 five stars very good bucket going to be used as a potty have a good lid won't be seen as easy (laughs) (laughs) what what is what what is their life why was this app why are they shitting in a bucket why were people seeing it why was that a problem I have so many questions. <laughs> I, I I really love that, like the whole narrative they spun is just like a sentence. Like, oh man, that's that's really that that's like fucking Hemingway's like uh, baby shoes never worn. <laughs> like that, that fucking or baby shoes for sale never worn. That's fucking yeah. yeah. That's sinister, man. That's some great yeah, really. writing right there. Maybe they're brewing up some Gen Chem. Ooh, that's a that's a good. Nah, that's an interesting theory. Uh, if you don't know what Genkim is, uh, Google it. J-E-N-K-E-M. Have fun with that. Yep. Anyways, uh, <laughs> user Jacobia says, also pretty recently in January of this year, handle is the best invention since sliced bread. Handle? Like a handle for a bucket? <laughs> I'm assuming they've never had a bucket with a handle before. I'm pretty sure they all have handles, but of, yeah, I don't. I mean, some I don't buckets know. don't. But geez, wow. Yeah, what, what pretty. What kind of place uh, are you living in where like buckets don't have handles? I bet that's yeah. purgatory. I bet in purgatory, yeah. like, buckets don't have handles, and they're they're slippery and they're like very wow. full. So you're yeah. like it's sliding out of your hands and you're spilling stuff all over yourself, and it's like really hard no, to that, hold. But that, you have that's to move like, it. That's more like hell. Like purgatory, I feel like is just like slightly ah. inconvenient. Like <laughs> all of the bags at grocery stores don't have handles; they're just the paper bags without handles. Ah, I need like, to hold them. Yeah. What? I'm walking. Like what the fuck am I gonna do? Walking with? here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. Uh, yeah. Uh, I imagine, like, purgatory, like, every parking garage is, like, almost full, and you have to, like, drive around for yeah, a while to find parking. Yep. And then when you get into the get into an elevator, like, it doesn't stink, but it's very obvious that somebody, like, smoked a cigarette in there at and some farted. point. And farted. And farted like, at the same time. smoked a cigarette with their butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And farted yeah, all the smoke Butt out. cigarettes, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Big vibe, big mood. Yeah. Um, Hashtag big mood butt cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, that's the name of the episode. Sure. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, user Pico says also in January of this year, five stars. Bought it for my son, and he loves it. He loves that bucket. <laughs> yeah, it's. That's his only toy he gets to play with after 6 p.m. That's his Christmas gets, present. <laughs> his camo gets, bucket. He can play with whatever toys he wants before 6 p.m., but after that, after the sun starts to go down... That's a bucket time. It's bucket time. Bucket it's time till bedtime. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like that idea. Weird gift. Bucket Bucket gift. Mm, bucket, know, gift. Nah. bucket gift. Bucket nah. gift. Uh, lastly, to close out our bucket <clears throat> review section, Home Depot customer says, <coughs> on December 24th, 2020, so my 31st birthday, Beautiful. they said this, uh, they gave this camo bucket five stars, mm. and they said, quote, this bucket was everything I thought it would be, and more. One trash, one dog laundry, 
won my laundry. When full time to wash them, I am not overburdened. <laughs> I love the idea of a dude who just carries his laundry in camo buckets. Also dog laundry. <laughs> dog laundry with the regular laundry. He's like, yeah, the dog... The dog gets a. Uh, I change his clothes every day. He's, uh, <laughs> we got we gotta wash him at least once a week. It's yeah, good yeah. for his coat. It's, yeah, you know we uh, we sometimes match. We got the same. Uh, you know we we uh, we represent Crimson Tide, so we got the same University of Alabama hoodie. Mm-hmm. I like to wear that a lot, you know. But it gets pretty stinky, pretty fat. My more so than his. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 My life is sad. No, for reals. Can we point out the obvious point of like reviewing a camo printed bucket on Christmas Eve? <laughs> wow. He's probably Jewish. <laughs> uh, could be. Could be. Ju- That's Jewish or, or Chinese. Like. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. Okay. Um, lastly, to close out this section. We have a statement from the Britain Void, and oh. a really recent one at that, actually. Oh, this no. Is from la- this is from last Saturday. Whoa. Uh, last Saturday at 11.56 a.m., you texted the group chat and said, quote, Not all heroes wear capes, parentheses, picture of tool. Some wear diapers. <laughs> Statements from the fucking Hey Spencer, what do you got a what do you got to recommend to me this week? Have I got a recommendation for you? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend something. Uh, it is the newest release um, from a band that I like quite a bit. They put out a new EP on January 27th. Or it's sorry, pr- uh, 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 sorry, June 27th. It's pronounced EP. Uh, yeah, they put out a new EP. On uh, January twenty seventh, or fuck, June twenty seventh. So yeah. really recently, just a couple yeah. of days ago, um, and they are a band called Turnstile. Oh, um, Turnstile. Which, mm. If you've never listened to them, they are a melodic hardcore band. Yeah, lots of I guess, hardcore guys like I, them. I, I, uh, well, they're they are a hardcore band. Um, yeah, yeah. Most mo- most of their fans that I meet uh, are wearing tank tops in uh, unreasonable weather. Yeah, tank tops and like maybe hockey jerseys. Yeah. Mm, yeah. It's it's a whole vibe. Uh but they are definitely they definitely have a much broader kind of crossover appeal than pretty much any hardcore band I've ever heard. So even if you like I am a person who is not huge into hardcore. I don't really I don't know. I don't listen to a lot of hardcore. I don't hate it, but it's just not really my thing. This band, however, I think is fucking amazing. And their most their last record I loved and this most recent EP I fucking loved. Um, and check this out. This shit is eight minutes long, so you got no excuse. Listen to it. It's so good. It is an enjoyable eight minutes. You will thank yourself for doing it. Uh, the first song in the EP is called Holiday, and is their single from it, and it is my favorite single of this year. It's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, con- consider it's, you know, it's only three times as long as it takes you to jerk off, so yeah, just, just think about it as uh, three spanks. Yeah, just jerking off three times. Yeah, totally. Yeah, um, but it's highly recommended. It's super good. I would, I would describe it. You know, it is. I guess it technically would fall under the the bucket, if you will, of uh, of hardcore. But I would I, also I, say, I like, won't. hey, if you're not into hardcore, a way I could describe this that is maybe a little bit more appealing. 
um, is melodic, edgy, thrash rock. Um, it has a lot of elements of hard rock, a lot of elements of thrash, a lot of elements of like edgy pop, you know, bands like Queens of the Stone Age and Nine Inch Nails and like that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. It's really good. That band is so fucking good. I can't recommend them enough. You should listen to them. Yeah. Hell yeah. What you got to recommend me? Scarecrow Video, the world's video. greatest video library here in Seattle, Washington. That's true. So uh, describe what, what describe what Scarecrow Video Who? is. It is, I mean, as a a big big time movie nerd and uh at this point like movie curator and archiver. Archivist. Um, archivist. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arcspire actually is what I <laughs> define as. Yes. Um, it is fucking heaven. Like they have a growing movie collection of over one hundred and forty thousand titles. Wow. They they have more like video media than anywhere else in the world. They're the world's largest video library, and they fucking rock my world. Yeah, it's a it's a really big place. I haven't been there in quite some time, but uh, yeah. last time I went there, I was like, "Wow, this place you live is so amazing. close. You should go there often and rip awesome movies like I do." That's a, a not a bad idea. It'd be pretty I, fun to do. I have I have been there five times in the last week. Nice. Yeah, including today. Hell yeah! I love Scarecrow. You should go. Everyone should okay. go. If you're anywhere yeah. around Seattle, go. And if not, you can uh, you can order movies online from them. And it's only like $3 shipping or something like that for like up to like three films. It rocks. It's the so desire for that obviously would be that they have a, a lot of obscure stuff. Oh, they have like so a lot obscure of obscure stuff. stuff. Like stuff that is like genuinely very difficult to find, even if you're into pirating stuff. Like Yes. Oh, 100%. That, that's that the thing. Is like extremely obscure. If I cannot find anything anywhere on the internet, I will usually look it up at Scarecrow Video, and they will 95% of the time have it there. Nice. It's very rare that they don't have a physical copy of something that is unobtainable digitally. Nice. Nice. Oh, yeah. That's pretty sick. Really lovely stuff. It's a pretty sick uh, spot. Scarecrow Video, check them out. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's time. I'm ready for this. Lay lay the pain on me. I'm sorry. Why did new metal band Cole Chamber murder a train conductor? <laughs> Tell me, Brit. They had a loco motive. Oh fuck, that's pretty good. I like that. What is the section in Limp Bizkit's concert writer concerning downtime and meal periods called? <laughs> I don't know. Break stuff. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What does Kevin Smith call it when his wife gives him a quiet blowjob while he smokes a pre-roll? <laughs> I don't know. Jay and Silent Bob. Jesus. What does he call it when she uh, started including cock and ball torture with the quiet blowjob and pre-roll? <laughs> Jane Silent Bob Strike Back? 
Correct. <laughs> Joke sucks. <laughs> what did uh? What did he call it when she did it again and took the cock and ball torture to the next level and started <laughs> repeatedly ball stepping in Doc Martens? I I don't know. Jay and Silent Bob reboot. What did he say when uh, none of that uh, made him come anymore? Jay and Silent Bob get old. <laughs> oh, Why? no. Is that you? Okay. Um, Why couldn't Dave Mustaine force his lead guitarist in the 90s to stay with Megadeth? Because Marty needed to be freed, man. Well, yeah, he was a freedman. That was, that was about right. <laughs> I know you too well. I'm going to spoil all your jokes. Just don't do that. That's not fair. I, <laughs> I spent time thinking of these. This is my labor you're shitting on. Uh, did you hear about Les Claypool teaming up with Amazon Music to create a streaming service for his entire back catalog? Oh, no. They're calling it Amazon Primus. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> What's the ratio of bases in Les Claypool's studio to child slaves in his basement? <laughs> 69, dude. Oh, no. <laughs> Why did the police shoot the Metallica CD? <laughs> because it was the Black Album. <laughs> no! Oh, shit! What did the cops do when they found out that they didn't kill it? Reload. <laughs> that barely makes sense. <laughs> What's Kirk Hammett's favorite East Coast convenience store? I'm not going to get this one. Wawa. <laughs> What's Beethoven's favorite metal band? Deftones. <laughs> what about Def Leppard? <laughs> They're not. Nah, yeah, that that works, actually. I think Deftones. Yeah, yeah that's, no. that's better. Why is the number 13 unlucky for former Manowar guitarist Carl Logan? <laughs> Oh no! I don't have a punchline. Because I just think the setup's great. Because that was the counts of possession of child pornography he was charged with. That's fine. I I just like the setup for that joke. That's all I really need out of it. <laughs> Convicted pedophile Carl Logan. Not pedof. What? I don't think he was a pedophile. He just like owned child porn, right? A bunch of it. <laughs> and then he had to pay restitution to one of the victims they found. So I don't know. What is former Man of War drummer Scott Columbus and Man of Genocide Christopher Columbus have in common? I don't know. They're dead. <laughs> Shit. Why was the corn groupie charged with bestiality? Oh, oh no. Because she blew a monkey. The joke is so bad. 
Um, <clears throat> what do billionaire Richard Branson's stock portfolio and Sabaton's fan base have in common? <laughs> I don't know. Mostly virgin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree. What do extra buttons for designer suits and Sabaton fans have in common? Oh, I, I don't know. Well, they usually come in their pants. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> yeah, they do. What has six legs, used to have a brain, and makes women incapable of sex? I don't know. Primus. <laughs> yeah. Do you think you could come listening to Primus? Whew. I, don't, I guess. Yeah, I could do it. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could too, but I would definitely be distracted. I feel like it would like have a negative experience on like the whole vibe. Oh, absolutely. That's a that's a terrible <clears throat> vibe to have. A terrible vibe, for sure. Um, what gain setting does bassist Peanut use on his Spinal Tap amplifier? Tell me. 311. Three, like three out of 11. Okay. Yeah. The spinal Tap that, That's like such a stretch. It's such 11, a it's and beautiful. he's the basis for, <laughs> and he usually uses a pretty low gain. Setting. Oh, I thought he was in finger 11. Sorry. Oh, I was no, no, definitely not. All right. We're going to, we're going to close it out with this, this one. What's old, unemployed and blue all over? <laughs> oh no. David Ellefson. All right. Let's do it. Let us do it. This has been Britain. And this has been Spencer. You've been listening to Getting Head, a bucket cast. Stay greasy, bucketheads. Namaste.